I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay. Uh, 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 hello, everybody, and welcome to Brian Gittins and Friends. And, uh, well, what can I say? Uh, every time he's always here, he's on my right-hand side, it's David Edwards. Hello, people. Six foot? Six foot, uh, three inches, point five. Not quite the four inches, but I'm okay. just hovering below it. And uh, your nickname this, this episode is The Blonde... A, a blizzard. The Blonde Blizzard. OK. Why so? Uh, because, once again, I'm hovering in the air... I'm full of uh, positive energy moving forward. Like previous episodes, I've been a meteor or a pigeon. This now, I'm I was a, a pigeon. You were a pigeon. You're quite right. I think I was a kestrel. Yeah. But it's about moving forward and being in orbit. Yeah. And being optimistic. And our guest this episode is Chris Dangerfield. Thank you so much for coming along, Chris. An absolute pleasure. And, uh, well, I hope you enjoy yourself. I mean, David's lovely uh, company. Oh, absolutely. Um, Chris is going to be even more wonderful company, I think. I think he's going to top me there. <laughs> is he? I, I, I'm pretty confident. OK, well, we're in the, we're in the hairdressers. Good day to you humans. Ah, good day to you robots. Charles. Uh, that's Charles over there. So, uh, 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 but we're in a hairdresser's uh, today, and I thought we could all get our hair cut. Oh, uh, looking forward snip. to it. Bit of a snip, yep, definitely. Take a seat. Take a seat, Chris. <laughs> Take a seat, David. Honest, Thank David. You. Your, your hair's kind of going where mine sort of went a few years ago, I think. It's got to be said. All next to each other. All, All next, next to each, each other, other yes. Looking in the mirror is a funny old feeling, isn't it? It certainly is. Looking at your reflection, looking at your own eyeballs. Well, look at the here. hairdresser to your left, David. Oh, good grief. But a certain... Uh, she's going to turn shoulder uh, heads turn in the bar. <laughs> in a bar, isn't she? Heads and shoulders. Yeah, head and so, shoulders. I don't want to be sexist again, but, you know... You're, she certainly is... Um, she's a Not going to be what? Sexist again. Well, you do tend to be each episode. Every now and then. But uh, she's just a good-looking gal. Simple as that. And she's here to cut hair to pay for a rent, you know, whatever. Yeah. OK, I'm going to ask the first I one. will be cutting all of your hair oh, as the oh. stars are off. Charles is going to be cutting all of our hair. That's unexpected, wow. but let's go for it. Thank you so much. So the first question is... Um, OK, have you ever been for a massage? I have. Um, I've had a head massage, an Indian head massage... When I was going through a very um, ridiculous stage when I was in my early 20s, I used to go to Tony and Guy's, the, uh, the hip hairdressers people, and I used to sometimes give them up to 50 to £60 pounds, uh, to look like, I don't know who it was back then, Mark Owen or um, Schofield or whoever it was. <laughs> Schofield? It was quite big then, I think, you know. Um, you didn't ask for that, though, did you? No, I don't think so, but I'd have Sky magazine or whatever was big in the 90s then, and I'd point to a certain photo, and they always used to give you an Indian head massage uh, beforehand, and they'd put peppermints into your head, 
not like literal polo peppermints. It was like some kind of uh, cream or something. And it would make your skull uh, twinkle and, and whatnot and uh, really would fill you with a lot of energy. Yeah. And you used to have, um, once again, I don't mean it in an inappropriate manner, but, you know, uh, an attractive female would be there, you know, um, sort of, you know, touching a scalp type of thing. And, uh, it was oh, very... Scalp? Scalp your head. Scalp. Scalp. You're quite right. Scalp. Get it right. Get the right anatomy uh, correct. And it's a case what of... What hairstyle do you want to date, David? I would like um, just a wedge here around the back of the head, just so it's got a bit of individuality to it, because at the moment it just feels like a big blonde... I don't know, like a melanomade sort of thing. There's nothing mm. identifiable about it. I think the wedge... I'll do me best. I'll do me best. Thank you. That's all I can ask. I think the wedge is the bit at the front. The bit you want is the step. The step. Ah. Yeah. And it was called a step wedge, wasn't it? Circa 84. Right. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Like you got an elastic band around your head. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like a step, please. Yeah, quite right. Circa 84. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also, you can sometimes get words. Not that I want words in my... If you, well, if you did, if you had to, words? what would you have? I think I would have something like um, something very peaceful, like brother. Something, that's, <laughs> <laughs> something that is not because you're going to be wandering the streets with brother. It. Yeah, so it's going to be a case of you. Know, it's got to be very, you know, nothing controversial. No. There's nothing controversial about a brother, is there? No. You, know, you don't want to be spat on by an, uh, a CND sign, maybe. A CND sign. CND sign. What's that? Different generation. You see, Brian. You're 38. CND, um, is that the, oh, I don't know, is that the, the, the Y in a circle? Or, oh, there we go, I do know it, I'm on the, uh, I'm with the kids. Well, going back to the massage, have you, ever, have you ever thought about going for a naughty massage? Have you ever gone for a naughty massage? I've done an Edinburgh show called How I Spent £150,000 on Chinese Massage. Okay, now, uh, okay. This is why we asked you, did you really? All hour on it. Uh, I didn't do it in the end because the triads. <laughs> I, yeah, I got in a bit of trouble. <laughs> what happened? They asked me if I could not do that because it was exposing the fact that the over 100 Chinese massage shops in Soho are all brothels. Goodness me, that really is looking underneath the curtain, isn't it? <laughs> the of, Under the curtain. Yeah, indeed, of what's happening. It's like the bit in The Wizard of Oz. You are quite right, but, you know, you haven't got a, 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 a wise a man there. I think Did you say you spent £150,000? Yeah, I was, I was sitting like two or three a day. What, mass masseurs? Yeah. Wow. Does it become like an addiction? Yeah, I, I tell you what, I just, went, I just come out of rehab and I was clean for the first time in like, what, 20 years? Right. And I had issues I hadn't dealt with and so I moved from narcotics into uh, prostitutes. It's understandable. It makes sense. <laughs> it does. There's a logic. Is there? There's a logic there. No, yeah. absolutely. No, you know. Yes, you're right. Oh, yeah. As I explained, yeah, I, you know, there was whatever drove me to use narcotics in like an addictive way that hadn't been resolved and it, and it moved into another area. And what do you think it is that fuels the, uh, addiction? What, what is it deep within? Because, you know, is it like a, wanting to fill some kind of void or...? Yeah, yeah, I think it's that simple. It's medication, just like a medicine. It's it dulls your nerves. You, you don't feel happy in your skin or with, with who you are, and so you find a way of distracting yourself from those emotions and feelings. Goodness me. Have you ever been addicted to anything, David? Uh, yes, I have um, been addicted. Uh, bizarre eating uh, habits in the sense... I know it sounds odd, it doesn't sound... It's not like... Well, a couple of months ago, I saw you with a massive <laughs> bag of carrots. Well, yeah, it is bizarre stuff like that. I just go crazy, like, for at one point, you know, it, it, as I say, it's not going to be in the front of the Daily Mail, but I got um, completely addicted to cereal, whereby I was just eating <laughs> cereal all the what time. What cereal? Um, oh, uh, granola, 
chocolate chip. Granola. Granola, you're quite right, chocolate chip. Um, and it was, it literally, first of all, I thought it was, and also just proper cream, you know, cream, not proper cream cream, but like uh, whole milk cream. And it was a case of, um, it was uh, an How much granola would you get through? Oh, easily a massive pouch of it. A whole... <laughs> when uh, sitting. Yeah, definitely, just sit there. And I could really feel the high from the sugar. Yeah, yeah. And originally, I thought it was me being lazy with my eating. But, because um, after a while, it really played around my digestion. I was having Gaviscon and things because I was having too much bran. Um, but it, no, there was an addiction. I was looking forward to it. It was like, you know... Is that why are you clapping? Well, because I'm excited, you <laughs> oh, know, right. about... It'd be a case of, right, I'll watch this film, I'll have one drink with these people, but then I'll get home and have a cereal marathon. <laughs> <laughs> and I really now. would feel the, you know... Really? Crunch, so you'd be crunch. thinking about the cereal? Yeah, I'd be thinking about the cereal, the cold milk. Well, I'm kind of with you with Farley's Rust. Uh, and things <laughs> like that, and also breaking into the, the raisins. And it was, I just have three, you know, and it was, um, it really, even though it was like chewing up my insides... David, yes? I feel bad that I offered you a hobnob earlier. That's not a problem, sir, but I said no, and I was very, I kept to my, uh, my rehab rules. No oats and chocolate. So, so, did you Brand. identify? Do you have any addictions? Uh, Sinex. Well, the old cool. nose uh, nostril oh, cool uh, spray. Cool. <laughs> White. Cool. Did you identify that you had a problem and uh, uh, set a plan in motion? Did you think, right, this has got to stop, this is causing me problems, I need to do something? Yes, I did, even to the extent that um, when I'd visit my parents' home or my sister's home, I'd literally say, I know it sounds, it sounds ridiculous as I'm saying it, but just put away the cereal, don't keep mm -hmm. the cereal around. Because I will just do a box like that. I won't hang around. <laughs> what well, well, cereal? I, Can you just give us a list of? Definitely granola. 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 Please. Get it right. Granola with chocolate chip, and uh, lots of sugar, full uh, fat milk, yeah. really cold milk, and lot of frosties. Uh, sometimes it'd be a mixture of lots it's of sugar, things. isn't it? It's a sugar. It's just a sugar, and I would go into a meditative state. It would dull me. Right. You know, I would just be like thinking about nothing, just eating it. It was, it was a bit like alcohol in a bizarre way. Yeah. So there you go. You know, we all have our addictions that we we sniff out. Mine was a cereal aisle, Kellogg's. Yeah. How did you end it? How did you finish it? Uh, step by step, um, getting rid of it. You went uh, on a twelve-step cereal detox. It, it really was that, whereby I couldn't get rid of it straight away. Whereby I would. Um, have something different for breakfast. I wouldn't have cereal for breakfast. I was having uh, breakfast for dinner for a long, long time. Yeah. Because the idea of having to go the whole day and not have my cereal really depressed me. How, how long ago was this? Um, it's come and gone. It, it's been like an endless shadow that's kind of followed me through life, I think. Yeah. I can see uh, why, as a child, um, when things weren't going well, I'd sit there with loads of cereal and eat uh, in front of Terry Wogan. You know, good feelings, good vibes with a big bowl of, uh, you know, muesli or Frosties or whatever, and I've just uh, associated, locked on to... Uh, it's, in a bizarre way, it's almost become a friend. You know, I actually see it as a personality. What, the cereal the bowl? cereal in a bizarre way. Yeah, I actually see it as, like, a friend sort of thing. It's, it's odd. Chris? Oh, yeah, I can understand that. There's a, there's a relationship yeah, with something. Yeah, it's just like a proper relationship, you know. And I won't wander through the cereal aisle in Sainsbury's. No, because I just end up, you know, or, or if I do, it does feel a bit kind of, oh, that's just, oh, they've done a new version of that, or they've got Rolo cereal now, you know. But, you know, each to their own. But as you quite rightly say, it's the sugar. Simple as that. And, and clever packaging. 
But if it was just sugar, maybe you'd just go for sugar. I think there's more there. There's some symbolic relationship to your childhood because you'll just go for a bag of sugar. But no, you talk about the chocolate chips. You've mentioned chocolate quite a lot. You mentioned your childhood, Terry Wogan. Yes, he's in the mix. You know, this all... in the mix. No, definitely. You're quite right. Yeah. Also, there's the buying it. There's the opening the box, popping it in. And also... Um, the idea of doing it secretly. Mm. If it's someone else's cereal, ten times more exciting. Wow. Really? You know what I mean, definitely. I used to get... Would you come round mine and possibly have a little nose round my cereal cupboard? I would like to. I'm not if I went I upstairs do. for a slash, would you possibly have a look? <laughs> if, I was a sl- if I slept around your house and I was on your couch... You'd have a look. And you were in sleep upstairs, I'd have a, I'd, I'd have a look around. That disgusts me. That is awful. <laughs> that is terrible. Yeah, that is terrible. Would you really have a look around? I'd hope I wouldn't. I would hope I wouldn't. I would, it would be an interest of... Uh, I wonder, you know, what brands he's purchased recently, you know? Yeah. Um, Porridge. Would that not interest? Not really. I'd have to start cooking things then with hot water and whatnot. Because that's the other thing with cereal. It's very simple, isn't it? You're still making a meal, but you're not making a meal. Yeah. You know, you still feel as though you're putting the ingredients together. You've still got your chef's hat on, but you haven't really. You're just conning yourself like any addiction. If you were around Brian's and you stayed the night and he put a few cereals down on the table and, and you went for one, he said, oh, no, no, you can't have that. That's, uh, that's you know, that's uh, so-and-so's. That's their special one. Would you be like, oh, I don't know. Would you feel like, oh, hang on. Would there be a bit of tension? Yeah, if, if, if you were restricted somehow. If it was, like, boring grey muesli, no. If it was like, you know, rice, crackle and pop, what are they called? You know, snack, crackle and pop. Rice, it was like, crackle. you know, if, if, if Frosty the Tiger was looking at me, yeah. it'd be a case of, If you I know, said, no, you're not having any of that, because that's mine, would that annoy you? Would that frustrate you? I wouldn't show annoyance, but deep down, I'd be swallowing gravel. You know, I would be, I'd be a bit irritated. It's like, well, you know, if you came around my house, I'd share my suit. And there's a whole box there. Yeah. Um, I don't see why not type of thing. You're giving me a really dirty No, I, I'm sure <laughs> if I went to your house, all cereal will be shared. Also, and I think what would go through my head is, calm down, Dave. On the way home, you can buy your own box of Frosties. Chris, have you got a question for David? Have you got any question you'd like to throw at him? Not yet, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> not yet, not no. Not a problem. Not a problem. Well, I've got, I've got another one, uh, David. Um... I, have, I, I can go, I can jump in it. Yeah. So, I, you know what, when we were talking about you and addictions and that, and you said, I have got one, for some reason, I, I've got you down as a phone sex man. Have you ever indulged? You know, the old ring him up. <laughs> I used to call him the 0898. Why, why have you got him down as a phone sex man? I think it's the slacks and the way the shirt's rolled up. And <laughs> it was basically, I, I, got, I got dabbled in it for a month. Have there you, you go, dabbled there you go. Dabbled in it for a month and it was exciting at one point, incredibly expensive. By the way, guys, we're having our haircuts. Yes. We're in a salon, there are Let's other people here. Let's do a role play. Open Let's open. make a call. <laughs> yeah. Be aware that there are OPs over there. Yeah, you're hair quite done. right. So like, just, thank you, Brian, uh, for making me aware of that. You're yeah, quite right. So, it's phone sex. When did you get into that? I, I, I was working at Blockbusters at the time, uh, the video retail people. I, that's how I remember it, because I remember wearing my sort of blue tennis top with the Blockbusters tape on the front and just being out by the bins next to a you know, Mel Gibson standee or whatever. And it would be on, there'd be uh, the phone numbers on the back of Empire magazine, the film magazine. And I just, you know, it just, it was exciting and erotic. But I think two things that, that basically snapped that addiction in half very quickly. Number Sorry, two, so when you rang them up, would you masturbate in Blockbusters? Good grief, no. no. I'd keep it in the old masturbation uh, memory bank. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, later on type of thing. Or if I was at home, you know what I mean? I was within my own realm type of thing. But yeah. thank you for clearing that up and asking that question. That's a very important one. No, you, no worries. Did, uh, you, um, did you do the ones where you were uh, required to speak and ask questions, or was it just passive consumer? No, I wasn't interested in the passive recorded ones. I had that a few times, and I felt cheated. And they're incredibly expensive. Yeah. They're like £5, which is almost a pornographic videotape back then in the mid-90s type <laughs> thing. So real, and it was just some ridiculous mills and booms kind of uh, narrative, so poorly you, constructed. So you had someone there live? Oh, I'd want interaction, I'd want to interface and verbally. what would you ask them? What, what you know, I, I, I don't expect you to... I'm trying to remember what it was. I think um, it would be a case of uh, describe yourself, uh, what are you wearing type of thing. Yeah. Uh, remember, I had a Vodafone the size of a, um, uh, you know, a brick and, and the battery would go very quickly. <laughs> and also it was just via tokens, you know, the actual money on the phone. And they would eat it up in no time. I don't think I spent longer than five minutes uh, chatting to these women because it was so expensive. Yeah. Um, what, was, what was the game changer? Because you said a month. So a month, month is quite a long time, maybe, what, every other day? Um, it, it's basically, it, it, at one time it was a lot. It was very exciting. And it how, how much is a lot? I would say about maybe um, like six, something like that. that times a day. And it was short. Times a day. But only for about three or four days, cyber. Wow. Because the whole thing lasted a month. Sure. But you've got three things. Number one, way too expensive. I mean, you know, ridiculous, like, you know, three pounds a minute or something ridiculous. Number two, they would con you with trailers yeah. at the beginning before you actually get to speak to somebody. Yeah. And number three, sometimes I didn't feel they're putting in 100% effort. <laughs> like, really quite lazy. Are you interested in talking to me? Did you, you get know, angry what? with them? No, never got angry because I was never on the phone long enough because it just like beep. And I just thought, you weren't really involved in that scenario, were you? Okay. You know what I think? I think the trailers and the cost are part of the attraction. Yes, probably. What way? Oh, like on an, un on an unconscious level. It's like, if you, you know, I, I live in Soho, and of an evening everyone's doing cocaine. If that was £2 a gram rather than 60 I don't think anyone would be doing it. I think there's, a, there's an element of, you know... Ooh. Hedonism. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. And sort of, you yeah. know, like... Oh, I'm out of control. Someone stop me. Yeah, all it's naughty. That, yeah. Slap my wrist. And I think the trailers, I think that, that, that idea of deferred... Oh, is, when is it coming? Oh, when, oh yes. hang on, there's the advert. Oh, the, the next bit will be her saying, oh, hi, how are you? And yes. now it's just like, you want another video? Like, yeah. yeah, it's all about that right? projection. At the serial, the women, it's all about anticipation. Once you have it, it's a case, what was that about? Mm. I'm back to zero again. Here is a telephone for you, David, oh, to call the you. sex line. OK, if you want to call a sex line. Chris, can you pretend to be the sex line worker? Yes. OK, here we okay, go. Here we go. Um, do I start with sex? I think that the woman would start, wouldn't they? I don't know. I, I don't know. I keep pointing. I apologise. We'll um... Ring, ring. Hi, sexy. How can I help you tonight? Well, hello, sexy. This is um, Dave. No, I don't believe you would go all hello, sexy. Is that the way you... No, I wouldn't. You're quite no. right. So let's, let's do this properly. <laughs> OK, let's... I'm right, so you're out the front of Blockbusters and you're a little bit nervous. Ring, ring. Hi, sexy. How can I help you tonight? I'd just like to um, talk about what you've uh, advertised in your magazine. Um, that's, that's possible. Let's have a, uh, for the benefit of the listeners at home, Chris's face got to be confused. Uh, but there's a magazine. You were, um, it's about um, uh, yummy mummies. I think that, that was what it said in the magazine. I mean, this is what you just advertised. Episode, by the way, oh, <laughs> it does it's, keep terrible, up, mate. It's, it's what you've advertised. You're making me feel uncomfortable. I'm okay, not let's start again. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry I've, I've, right, you know, right. I've been we're outside blockbusters. You're a little bit nervous. Here ring, we go. ring, ring, ring. 
Hi, you've come through to AB Sexline. How can I help you tonight? Hi, I'd like to use your business uh, procedure, please. Your service. <laughs> I honestly, I think, I, uh, sorry. Uh, okay, sure, sure. How can I help you? What sort of things are you into, young man? Um, Serial? I mean, I'm into, um, I'm into just getting, known, getting, getting to know women and just um, chatting to them. I mean, could you just tell me what you look like, first of all? Sure, I'm nine foot tall. Oh, yeah, nine foot tall? Yeah, I have huge ears. Goodness <laughs> me, this is uh, a unique look. Sort of, uh, what are you wearing, if you don't mind me asking? I've got the haircut for the bass player. <laughs> I, I can't do this side of this role play, it's, it's too erotic. It is, uh, isn't it? It's is very erotic. Wait, did you find it erotic? Well, I think uh, if I was outside Blockbusters and I should be like serving the general public, but I'm talking to a woman type of thing for a sex hotline, it kind of adds to the spice type of thing. Yeah. If I was just here now with a mobile phone, I don't think it would exactly. have ticked my erotic box. That's quite interesting. I'd love to tick your erotic box. It's <laughs> greatly appreciated, so that's quite a compliment. It's interesting about that, though, because when the massages were talking about, what, what got me about them, I live in Westminster, and it was the immediacy of that situation. I could be having a cup of tea or my breakfast or lunch, any time of day or night, and within a couple of minutes I could be having sex with someone. Just yeah, oh, goodness me, the excitement of that, I'd yeah. imagine. One minute you're having your Weetabix and then next minute, you know. And the other way round for you, really. Yeah, quite sex, right. Like, oh, in a minute I'll be having some cereal. Well, in the dark days, I knew I was in problems when, you know, that would be going through my head sort of thing. Getting what? to that bowl. Having sex, thinking well, I don't about know, frosties. Being as exciting as, uh, as sex, but I don't know, I might be on a theme park ride or a roller coaster or, you know, watching an Indiana Jones film. Something you should enjoy. Did you experience, I've been looking into this recently, I, I mentioned it to someone, it, it seems that, I, this is something I thought was personal to me, but it turns out a lot of people have it. As a child, I'd climb up a rope and I'd get to a certain point and I'd just be lost in like an insane sort of prepubescent orgasm. Did you ever experience anything like that as a child? No, it sounds Ryan, wonderful, but no. Say I, that again. You I'd, were, I'd climb up a rope. Uh, you literally climb up a rope. Yeah, act, yeah. In your mind. No, one hundred percent. Ours was called the Southampton. It was like that thing, the wooden thing with the big, thick shipping ropes, and they'd make us climb up. Then where you've got the rope in between your legs, and you have to shimmy up it. And I'd get to a certain point, and I just would not move. Right, I'll say I never managed to climb up the rope at school. No, I didn't. I wasn't either. strong enough. I didn't have the actual strength in my arms. I had... What caused that, do you think? Well, I've, I've gone on Google, and this is a thing. It exists. There are people, it's called a rope-gasm. Well, it isn't it's called me. a rope-gasm. It's been named a rope-gasm. Well, it's called that now, yes. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. yes. And, it, and it happens, but the weird thing with me was I'd be up there, you know, what, seven or eight foot up. I was quite athletic as a child. And... There was no going down. I did not care. I was in a completely different world. And it would be warm in my belly and, and in my nuts. And, I'd just be, and I could hear the teachers and they'd be like, almost like a He's reverb. He's a rogasm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those we won't get him down now. And I'd just be, you know, stuck up there. Well, do you ever think about going up a rope again? Well, I mentioned, this to, I mentioned this to my friend recently. And he said it still works. Now... Well, I mean, you don't have to pay 150 thousand to, to climb a rope do you just get one of those outside your, your toilet window and just sort of climb it and i'm just thinking do you know what i mean in a sense of i'm just thinking i mean if i could have a rope gasm i'd be i'd be grabbing myself some rope asap and give it a go i don't mind i don't mind people judge oh, of course we'll give it a go and, and get back to us because i tell you what as a child it was i don't think he will give it a go that annoys me i haven't got the uh, the upper body strength to actually manage it I'd need to climb up a ladder, then get on the rope, I'm and not... then I wouldn't be able to stay on it. I haven't got the upper... I mean, look at my arms, I don't mind saying it. I'm not sure that the climbing has got much to do with it. I think you could probably stand on the ground. But 
maybe not. Is it to do with the rope between your legs? Yeah. But then, having said that, it might have had something to the exertion as well. I don't know. And what is I the reason I love it for that it? David is speechless. It's honestly, it's one of the first times in about I've eight I've been episodes. introduced to something brand new here. Oh, a rope-gasm. Yeah, a rope-gasm. I never even, you know, never realised... Goodness me. I mean, why, um, why do they think it happens then? Well, um, I don't know. I haven't looked, got that far, but it is certainly a shared experience. So, like, sailors have spoken about it when they've been at sea and things like that? No, and... just, just people like myself, just people who, were, as, as children, were encouraged to climb ropes and, and all sorts of things. I mean, I, talked to my, I mentioned it to my girlfriend the other day, and she was telling me about when she went horse riding as a, as a child, and likewise, she didn't want to get off that horse. I've heard about that, yeah. certainly. The, um, yeah, I have heard the... Uh, the movement and penetration of a horse. Seat. I don't think it penetrates you. No, you're quite right. We don't want to be penetrated. You're quite right about a horse. I That's have a... seen that though. I have seen a film of that. But I've heard on the internet you can. Uh, you you can... know. You know what? The funny thing about porn, it's the details that kind of offend me and stick, stick in my mind. Definitely. She was a very beautiful woman. She had sex with a horse. And the weird thing was. What, are you telling me to shush? No, I'm just. I need to say S H I T kind of thing. Okay. Blasphemy, not shush. But the, the bit I remember, the bit that stuck in my mind was. Um, the horse pulled out before it finished and they collected its uh, juices in a Veruca sock. <laughs> that is, you know, there are some mm. worlds and, and imaginations and people that we've never even thought exist. How long is their horses? They're huge, they're huge. But they do taper and then there's like a little knob. A rifle. Um, <laughs> it really is. Like, like a, a Lee Enfield. Yeah, literally, yeah. First World War. Yeah. Samurai sword sort of oh, thing. Oh, God. Wow. That's horrific. That is um, awful, isn't that? I was lent a movie called Zoo, and I knew nothing about it. It's not, this isn't, not a porno, a, a documentary. And I started watching it. It's a documentary about a man who died. He was, he was part of this group that, oh, like... It's a documentary. Oh, yeah. that's all right. It's a documentary. Well, it's not. You, you, when you hear the next bit, it's far right, from right. Okay. He, he was... There's a group of men online who liked having sex with horses. Now, in my head, that they'd be sort of maybe having sex with the horse, but no, they were the passive part, on all fours with the horse entering them, and it, it killed him. I'm not surprised. No, I'm amazed. Keep your voice, sorry. It sorry, killed him, sorry. but there's, there's added bits to it. His online moniker was Mr. Hands, and they measure horses in hands, don't they? And I thought about him, he had a family, and I wanted check it out, Zoo, he had a family, and you know it's weird when your mum turns up at school and she's got a stupid hat on and all your mates are like, nah, we see your mum, she's stupid. Can you imagine being, being the, the, the son or the daughter of a man who the whole of the internet knows was killed by a horse's willy? Horrific. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just pain that will be passed on down generations. I think so, I think there's definitely some trauma there. Your father was, you know, raped by a literal stallion. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, he wasn't. No. Ryan. Not yours, God no, Dave, uh, Chris. God, talking about myself, David. Yours was. Mine wasn't. No one's okay. has. You know, <laughs> I had nothing to do with the agriculture industry. I mean, I don't even visit farms no. or anything like. That. It's not my neck of the woods. Do you know what I mean? It really is a case. I of... have finished your hair. Cut, oh! David. You love it. I forgot you were doing it, mate. <laughs> Goodness me, what these people it are doing. It looks lovely. It's called, is it? Yes. Zoo. You've got a brother right. written over your right ear. Oh, thank you very much, brother. And I'll Can have, I have a perm. Aren't you Chris Dangerfield? Oh, Chris. What hairstyle you after, son? I'd like a permanent wave. Oh, wave. very nice. That sounds like a, a boy band name, it should be called. Well, that's permanent what... wave. Leave it with me. Leave it with him. No problem, because that's what a perm is short for, isn't yeah. it? Permanent I found this wave. out this week. It permanent wave. An accidental research for this show, perhaps. Wow. It's incredible. It's called a permanent wave. Mm. That's a perm. Yeah. Well, I never knew that at all. My brother. And brand. 
I can start your thumb as well. Thank you. Wonderful stuff. <laughs> okay, should we have the golden question section? Absolutely. Were you going to say something about your brother or? Oh, sorry. Go no, on. no, 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 God, no, 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 not at all. No, go on. Uh, my, my brother was a massive homosexual, and we grew up in a right. working class community where they weren't really accepted in those days at all. And so he would make friends with my mum's friends and like knit and do weird things while I was getting in trouble with the police and taking drugs. Uh, he was uh, not. He was. He was very, very feminine. And there was one girl in my street who was a student at St Martin's College of Arts. She was a hairdresser. And so she would try out haircuts on my brother all the time. And he had a perm once, but it was so tight, it looked like he had loads of baked beans all over oh his head. Oh, my yeah. God. And, and he was, the, he was, me and my dad and my mum would really laugh at my brother because he was so sort of arrogant. He was a, a, aloof and above us because we were working class. Right. His first Saturday job was Harrods. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Rid yeah, ridiculous. Just like, and Big aspirations. Yeah, and he bought, he bought a load of um, Dijon mustard oil once that we'd never heard of. My old man was just dipping his sausages in it. And my brother was, leave my room alone. But once he had this haircut, this is, you know, it's nice in this environment to talk about this. Perfect. He had this haircut, which was kind of carcelated fringe. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. And and my me and my dad were just sort of sitting there, you know, trying not to laugh. We weren't trying to, you know, pick on the boy, but it's hard work when he's got a car's fringe. And in the end we just broke and he was like he was like, You lot don't know anything. And my dad said, It looks like a castle, son. And he went, Yes, it's meant to. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, I'd love you to have a castellated fringe. Yeah. I would happily if if Charles can sort that out, I'd be castellated in a second. Quite happily, uh... I can do that. <laughs> Was your dad happy to embrace his homosexuality? Because he sounds like quite My a man's man. My dad died before he came out. Oh, but right. We all knew anyway. A mailman didn't give a toss, really. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Definitely. That's good to, you know, sort of what the hell, rock and roll sort of uh, element. Rock and roll. I don't know. I'm sort of. Uh, <laughs> talking about rock and roll. I think rock and roll in the sense of let's all just have fun together in a field, sort of. Uh, yeah. in Glastonbury. Okay, yeah. Have you, have you had a. Have you, have you got homosexuals in your life at all? Is this something that you've. Have I got homosexuals in my life? You Let seem me... to be struggling a little bit. I think I've got one or two hanging about. Um, about trans people. No. <laughs> no, 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 let me in a bad way. I'd happily invite them in on Christmas morning, you know. <laughs> Uh, or whenever there's a social gathering. But I haven't... Uh, I've watched many a documentary, happily, sat through the whole thing with them featured in that, but never actually in person. I've had sex with transsexuals. There you go! What the <laughs> hell? You know. Are you really? Yeah, post and, post and pre-op as well. Hang on a minute. I've got to get my head around this. So, a pre-op looks like what? Pre-op's still got a penis. If, it, yeah. if it's a man becoming a woman, obviously, uh, and a post-op, after operation, has no penis, has a, has a, a crafted vahini. <laughs> Goodness me, you've seen worlds that we could only... I don't even mind, think my imagination summoned well, them, really. Well, all that it's... money you spent on cereals, you know, now you're saving it, you should invest it maybe in a trans. And, and, and how, how was it um, with a, yes. uh, a pre-op? How was it? Uh, it, was, it was a shock because I didn't know. It, yeah. it wasn't something I tried. I didn't go out looking for a, a man with a penis dressed as a woman. I went out looking for a lady. So it was like Mona Lisa, that moment in the film where it's like, I, 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 Absolutely, I know the actor. And were you shocked or did you just go with it? Well, it was madness because we ended up having a fight whilst we carried on having... She started sucking my penis. Uh, yeah. But then went for me, like, went for my, like, proper punch in the face or something. Why? I what? have no idea. I mean, I think it, it, a lot of people I've met in the sex industry, not all, hashtag not all, 
a lot of them have got sexual traumas and a lot right. of them I think are trying to somehow, you know, work through that in, in the real world, in the, in the present situation. Right, okay. But it was, it was shocking, just bang. I mean, a man's arm with fingernails on is a, a dangerous weapon. Really so is. when you witness the penis, what, 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 how did you react? Did you go, well, this is a weird thing because from the penis up, one of the hottest women I've ever seen, you know, seriously, absolutely beautiful. But when I, when I realised that it was a bloke, it was a bit like, it, it seemed more perverted to stop because yeah. I was aroused as hell. I was absolutely in the mindset. crying, yeah. yeah. And I thought, hang on, what? This would be mad to leave. There is a funny end to this, though. So we had this sort of sex, and as we're having sex, it became it. That, that was just a mistake. See, we can all do it, David. Um, she became more masculine. The male veins come up on the neck. Oh, the big trap muscles got bigger. Here we go, mate. You know, transforming. Absolutely became more masculine. You can't. You can have all the hormones in the world, but your sweat is quite masculine. You're going to cough and you're going to grunt. Like, appears and all gonna, that. Yeah, right. You're going to grunt like a man and all this. When I had finished, and it was me that finished. I, you know, I, I, I come. Yes. Afterwards, I didn't know what to do, and I thought. Patted him on the back. <laughs> nice one, mate. <laughs> Did you know what happened at the football the weekend? I got all sort of masculine on it. You know. Male kind of banter yeah. bonding. Yeah, yeah, but but unnecessary. It was madness on my part. It was just fear, maybe a little bit of embarrassment. Well, it's just confusion. You know, a man, woman, you don't quite, you, you, you've got an agenda blur. How do you, how do you think you would be in that situation? A gender blur was brilliant. Yeah, well, blur. you just wouldn't know, you know, should I curtsy or should I give him a high five? You don't quite know. You're sort of like a, like a robot stuck in the moment, aren't you? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not quite sure what to, I, uh, Brian, I wouldn't know, you know, I think I would, um, you know, I think I, I just have to sit down and have a, you know, have a whiskey or something. I don't know what. It, it'd just be a real shock. Calm down. You're quite right. I'm not there now. You know, the trans community aren't demanding anything from me. I'm merely a uh, gazing from the sideline. Yeah. Uh, and if I found myself in that position, I think um, it would just be a case of, uh, you know, nothing against you, but I'm gonna, I'd have to apologise and uh, I'll give them the money still. Would you really? Hang on. So you see someone, you, you're, you're going to see a sex worker, you've made that decision, you've yes. paid the money, there you go. You're, you're paying first, basically. Yes. So, so that's happened, you're aroused, it's exciting. I'm in the mode, in the yeah. zone. And then suddenly, ah, this is essentially a, a, a biological male. And you're going to stop because of that? Even though you're still aroused? And the question I'd ask is, why? Well, I think I can really vision in my head the idea of becoming quite blokey and also, this person's tried to give me a jab in the jaw. No, 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 no. forget my situation. And that was only once. I have also had sex with transsexuals, they didn't fight me. But I'm just saying to you, it seems to me that once you realise they're a biological male, you'll quit. Well, if the volcano was near to eruption, if we were seconds from Pompeii just being covered in lava type of thing, I suppose you would just uh, have to see it through to the end. You'd dribble it to the goalpost and score a goal. <laughs> and then it would be, you up, and it'd be like, don't pick me up. I just want to go into the dressing room and just sort of sort things out. You know, I don't want to hold up the trophy. And, and how would you sort it out? What do you think would be going on in you? Lots of walks in the dales. Lots no, but, of, <laughs> just, no, but what would you, what do you feel about yourself? What confused, do you not thinking to myself, well, I w thought I'd worked out the Dave Edwards narrative. I thought I knew who I was, what I was about. This is a mistake you make. We're not, we're not, we're not something, are we? We're always becoming. Don't put those limits on yourself. Yes. But you're, you've created the confusion because actually the situation's obvious. You're aroused. You're sexually aroused. It's a biological male. You're still aroused. You're confusing yourself by making a question. Surely the answer is just carry on. 
Well, I hope. Before, but actually, your perm's looking superb, by the way. It really so, is. You're really pulling. Car off. Carry on, David. Uh, no, it's, it has to be applauded that perm. Uh, no, no, you're quite right to stop things for that uh, element. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to. Well, well, I'm, what I'm saying, trying you to said, get my head around it. Really, it's, you said it was confusing. And I'm yes. suggesting that you're. No, you making... are right. What you're saying, yeah, absolutely. Too many questions. Too many barriers. I'm imprisoning myself. I am the prisoner and the prison warden. You're as gay as straight as the last. Or the person you're having sex with at the moment, surely. We're just an onless blur of energy. An onless blur of energy. <laughs> an just onless. Onless. Endless. 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 Quite endless right. Endless blur. blur. And I am the prisoner, but the prison warden, and I can let myself out of that prison whenever surely I want. Surely you're, you're having fun. It's just like, yeah, so what? So what? I guess so. But that's what I'm saying. You'd still be laying there thinking, what, what happened there, Dave? But that's exciting. That's why you do things. Oh, I'm sure it would be. But, you know, then you've got to have roast dinner with your parents the next day and it's like they're passing you the Oxo and you're thinking... Well, what have they got to do with any of it? Well, I don't know. It, it, it hangs, <laughs> what hangs on your shoulders. What? Well, does it? It certainly does. So are you suggesting that your parents would be happily happy with the sex you've had so far? I think I don't think they'd be applauding me. Uh, I don't think my dad would be saluting type no. of thing. But I think it would be all passable. I think yeah, fair enough. Like an MOT in a car, you know, it's not a Lamborghini, but yeah, we can get that on the road. And, we can and that's work. important to it's you. It's not illegal. <laughs> I think you know, it's a case that I don't want any uh, skeletons in my closet type of thing, uh, yeah. hanging around type of thing. What was that about? You know, kind of uh, element. But at the same time, I do agree. I'm putting limitations on myself. And do you think you may you may have let your parents down by doing that? If I was to do that... With yeah, so the Sunday roast, you feel a little bit of shame. Oh, as so I'm eating the crumble and they're giving me some more custard, I'll be thinking, oh, if only you knew where, you know, I was. <laughs> you see, that's interesting. In the alleyway last week. I had the opposite. When I was, uh, like, a, a young teenager and getting involved in my, you know, my early sexual experiences, I'd get home and we, we didn't have a Sunday dinner. We were on the laps watching Wogan. But oh, yes, I'd yeah. I'd be sitting there, like, thinking, yeah. You don't know nothing. You don't know what I've been doing. So it adds to the excitement. Well, no, but I was kind of proud of it rather than ashamed or concerned. You know. Well, I think that's probably the dark side of me that probably would be like, oh, if they if they knew this, isn't this exciting? I'm out of control. Someone hold me down type of thing. <laughs> but then afterwards, well, it's like anything, isn't it? Once um, that volcanic eruption happens and you've gone through that, uh, that G-force of enjoyment type of thing. The petty more. Yeah, the petty more, you're quite right. And, uh, you know, you're left with a sort of, like, erotic hangover, you're a bit, you know, all over the place. I'm terrible at that. While that's I'm low. still coming... Oh, sorry, I didn't... I don't want that's all right, that's all right. I've seen you in a salon, Chris, OOPIs. Literally, while I'm still coming, I'm thinking, oh, wonder what's on telly. <laughs> you know, I'm done. Yeah. Finished, complete. I mean, the best thing, though, is you, your, your, brain, your brain goes blank, though, I find, yes, during that, that moment. It's the cereal buzz. Same thing it is you look exactly for. like a bowl of Frosties. You're completely there right. You go. It is that, it's that. All over, I have a vacation from Dave Edwards. Oh, my lords. And you like that? Yes, That's I love brilliant. it. You, you've it's nailed it on the head A vacation from self. Oh, and what, wonderful. And, uh, and what, why is that a good thing? Because I'm not wrapped up in narratives, thoughts, ideas. What does this person think of me? What am I doing next? I'm bored. Uh, why isn't he going to share his Frosties with me? Endless scenarios and situations. It's just the pause. The DVD's stuck in the groove and I'm just not thinking. I mean, Brian, this is a man that thinks about his parents when he's having sex. So a yes. holiday from self is probably quite important. Do you think? Seconds. I suppose you do, don't you? Well, that's what he said. It's more like um, Simon Cowell on X Factor. Do you know what I mean? Is it a case of like, I, I'm, I feel as though I might be judged. I don't know why. I never thought about it, but I suppose they are in the room in, in a sense. <laughs>
Brian. Yes. Your perm is not working out so well. Oh, I have made an error, I think. All your hair and scalp has burnt away. Well, do you know what? I mentioned Chris's perm. I thought his looked lovely. David's. No one sort of mentioned mine. It's kind of embarrassed sort of glances every so often. I think one in, three, unique. one in three perms is bound to fail, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately so. But I think you're still pulling it off. I think you've got a very aerodynamic skull head, sort of egg head I mean, vibe. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind just going for the baked bean look, to be honest with you. There we go. OK, so... Um, we haven't really done the golden question section. You're quite right, because I... Uh, Should we have a quick golden question section, and then we'll end our haircuts and... You are quite right, because you mentioned golden uh, question, and I interrupted. I think okay, I took it off rail. Golden, golden question. Here we go. Let's really dig deep. Don't worry, I won't let you down. Don't point at me. Oh, uh, sorry, I won't whatsoever. It is a case of... You, you, you're almost in Rodan's thinker there. I know, absolutely. But I think all this chat about rope-gasms and, you know, the, your father and whatnot and post-op, I think, you know, I don't think you can follow it with a question. Absolutely. Here we go. It's a case of, can you get sick of sex? Is it like chocolate? Can you have so much sex that after a while you just can't be bothered with it and you're just going through the motion like a robot? You know what? There was a, a, a time when I was using a lot of amphetamines. And I like would, speed? It is absolutely right, okay. speed, yeah, and methamphetamine is, is uh, similar sort of stuff. But right. This was a dirty old council estate amphetamine sulfate made in a bathtub. £2.50, you'll be awake for two weeks. Blimey. And I was having sex with a partner, and we'd done about 12 days. Pretty much endless, not just eh, 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 eh. but you know, this, that, change this, get a prostitute in, and maybe watch a couple of films, <clears> you know, and we lost a few stone, and by the end of it, we were like, you know, sort of <clears throat> half-dead skeletal... Can you have that much pleasure? Can the human being have that much pleasure? You know what? When I stopped, I took speed almost all the time for about five years. And giving it up wasn't difficult, but letting go of the... What they what the homosexual community call, which I'm, I'm not gay, but the homosexual community call it chemsex. They advertise in magazines for chemsex. And that, that means chemical sex. And letting go of amphetamines for me wasn't difficult in a, a, for a drug reason, but knowing I'd never had that amount of sexual focus again was quite difficult. Well, I imagine so. But in answer to your question, I, I, was, uh, I was putting up some scaffolding a few weeks ago, this bloke, this old man, and he said to me, he said, I don't know why you bother all that sex. And I said, well, not interested. He said, no, I woke up one day, couldn't give a fuss. So, apparently, yeah. But then someone like Charles Bukowski, the writer, he was having sex too, he was like 70, 75. Still writing about still it, still talking. Still libido, still yeah. there. But if you're continually having it over a long, long period, because, I mean, you know, people like myself, we have big gaps, you know, big breathers type of thing. It's like a vacation, you know, you enjoy it because you only do it, like, you know, several, several times a year. But if you're doing it continually, all the time, I imagine, so yeah, I indeed, like that's the, a click, 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 click. Yeah. It's a case of... Um, you know, I imagine if I just ate chocolate all the time, you just, I guess, you know, if you've got the chemicals there to well, help you along. Did you get bored of your granola? Very true. No, I didn't. I, you're quite right. Amazing. We're back to the cereal, and that's the truth. I had to get myself off the cereal. You know, I'd be still on there now. I think that answers your question, really. Sort of why are you having the sex? And then you can find out if you can have too much. Yeah. Because, you know, I, in those days, I was certainly running from something. And I was Jeez. acting it out through sex. Are you still but... running now, Chris? Or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you think everyone's running? Do you think we never stop running? I know. I've met a few people in my life who uh, I absolutely respect and admire because they seem to have found some significant peace with themselves and the planet. 
Well, do you know what? We're going to end there. Uh, I'd love Chris to come bonk on the episode again. I'm sure Absolute you would as well, David. Would you just say come bonk on the episode? Yes, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, I'd very much like Chris to come bonk on the episode. <laughs> Both. Come back, come bonk. Uh, whatever you want to do, Chris. Your hair is done, Chris. You look super. Thanks so much for coming to the hairdresser. Oh, well, no, it's really nice of you to have us, to be honest with you. Uh, it is. I'll pay up afterwards. Uh, to end the episode, David... This one is on me. Oh, it's very oh, good of you. Thank, thank you, very, Giles. Very good. There's a little OOP waving at you there, David. Oh, oh hello. Salutes, there you go. Um, what have you learnt from Chris today? Well, it's almost like, what haven't I learnt, really? I think it's OK, a, what haven't you learnt? Uh, uh, what haven't I learnt? That's, that's probably... Um, we haven't touched upon the Second World War or things like that. No. But we haven't OK, really so what have you learnt? Like, you're quite right. Keep me focused, Brian. It's very much a case of, well, just... Parts of my orifice I didn't know existed. G spots, the sexual realm, which I thought was just an allotment. Did we talk about G spots? No, you're 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 throwing rubbish here because actually I think you learned something quite precise, quite specific. Yeah, what have you learned? We went, didn't talk about G spots. I, I shouldn't. I think I'm 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 holding myself back from exploring myself sexually. I think that's the key thing. I'm uh, too critical. I'm seeing my father continually in my head during moments of erotic uh, sensation, judging me. He needs to just be left for roast dinners, not in the bedroom type of thing. And it's just a case of... It's an element of um, I'm holding me back. David Edwards is holding David Edwards back. There you go. I think it's possible for you to get a vacation from self without eating cereals, without making phone lines. Yes. There's other... There's alternative ways. What will one be, just for me to look at? No, I? that's your choice. You have to go and discover Absolutely that. I could give you that. mine, but it'll be wrong. It'll be mine. Quite right. Thank well, you so much, one. Chris. A real pleasure. Thank you very much. It's a right. pleasure. Can I plug my something? Yeah, the only thing is... We were, no, we'll put this out before. We'll put this out in the next month It doesn't so. matter. Just go on YouTube, search Chris Dangerfield. I've got a new channel, news, culture, current affairs, usual nonsense. Perfect. That's it. Just search for Chris Dangerfield. Thank you. There we go. Do you want to plug anything, David? I've got nothing at the moment to plug. Brilliant. But, OK. Uh, there we That'll go. Do. No, there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, goodbye, everyone, and thank you, Chris. Thank you, David, thank you. and uh, see you on the next episode. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.